0: Good evening, very warm welcome inside the very first Coach Rodney Billups show of the 2020-21 Denver men's basketball season on ESPN Denver 1600. It has been uh, a strange year to say the least, but we finally got some basketball to talk about and, uh, you know, full 2020 disclosure, doing it over Zoom. I get a chance to see uh, Coach Billups, get a chance to see Chris Smith, our Denver men's basketball sports information director. It's, this is a very strange coaching show, but Coach, it's good to see you. How you been? Things are good, man.
1: Uh... Just trying to figure it all out in the, in the day, man. Our guys are are fresh off of a quarantine, uh, fresh off of finals, trying to recover from that and, and get ready for games. And, and, you know, the whole thing is, is live and going. But it's very different, like you said, very weird uh, season so far. So it's it's been good, though, man. Everybody's healthy. Uh, everybody is 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 happy and smiling. We, we get six weeks of just straight basketball now. So it, 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 I'm in a good space.
0: Coach, the last time we saw each other was, uh, you know, first week in March. And I know how proud you were of your guys. They fall by two points in a, a matchup with a team that would have gone on to the NCAA tournament had we had an NCAA tournament with North Dakota State, uh 71-69 final in that Summit League tournament matchup. And then all of a sudden the world shuts down. And, you uh, know, I haven't seen you guys for nine months. I saw Chris the other day. Um, just briefly prior to that game with UC Riverside. And um, it's strange because so much in the world of sports is dictated by routine. You get into summer and you've got the stuff that you're doing, whether it's recruiting or setting up camps or doing all that, uh, and then getting into the season. This year, none of that. What have the last nine months been like for you?
1: Torture. <laughs> yeah. at <same. laughs> least. From, from a basketball standpoint, it's been torture. You know, it, we went six months without even seeing our guys outside of the zone, you know, and – Throughout those six, those six months, we, we were fortunate to connect with them, you know, and we, we went through some several books. We went through uh, several different guest speakers over Zoom and our, our Champions for Life series we have on Sunday evenings. Uh, we, we have, uh, I mean, we, we've done it all that we could on Zoom with workouts being sent every day or every few days uh, with, with different challenges from a basketball standpoint for guys to get out outside and, and shoot or condition. Uh, and then, you know, have them read books, like leadership books and accountability books. And uh, it, it, it was very, very different, very challenging. Uh, and, and even so much now that, you know, we don't even have our locker room. So we lose that camaraderie piece for six straight months of them being able to, to work camp and, and be on campus and, live together and, you know, have fun and grow and create this atmosphere of love. We we just really didn't get that. And still now, they only get access to our locker room on game day. So we're trying to be creative on how they can, you know, get together and and have a meal or get together and watch a boxing match or or a game. We just, you know, it's, it's just very different and challenging. Uh, to be perfectly honest. But, you know, with with all things considered, we're following the rules. We're staying safe. Uh, Guys are trying their best to interact and get some type of camaraderie out of it all. And I think it's, it's coming along very slow, but it's coming, right? Any movement forward progress is good progress. So we're in
0: that moment. We're going to talk, uh, obviously, some about this roster as we get moving along in the show today, and we'll talk about what you got coming up, Uh, University of Wyoming, the matchup on Wednesday, and then Dixie State later on this week. But you got two games under your belt so far. Uh, You get a big win over Regis. Uh, You guys a little bit shorthanded. You're down in the first half. The guys stormed back a great second half in that game. Uh, Take a loss against a really good UC Riverside team last time out. Through two games, what have you seen? What's been your biggest impression of your team so far?
1: I think Regis, it was the tell of two tapes, right? Like, the Regis game, we had seven players, five scholarship student-athletes, two, two walk-ons, two returning walk-ons. Uh, it, it was different. You know, we, we wanted to, to not only win that game and, and have a presence and, and dictate defensively and shoot good shots, the things that we talk about in practice every day. But it was, it was very hard for me and Coach Thorne because, you know, Coach Rahman and Coach B.A. were out on quarantine as well. It was hard for us to get in a groove with seven guys, our first game out, it, it, was, it was tough, you know? And, and five, one of the five scholarship guys was a freshman, right? That was his first college game. So it was really, it, it was really hard for us to get in a, a rhythm. Um, and then you have, you know, four days after a 14-day four, a quarantine, 10 guys join our roster, 10 guys join our practice, <laughs> and then our, our game. And you know, guys, trying trying to figure things out. Uh, guys, guys, trying to uh, play inside of their role and not do too much. And we hit a bus off because that Riverside team was ready to go. They had two games before us. they were on emotional high. Uh, they played extremely hard. They dictated. They we we lost to a really good team. Uh, and that and, uh, they their coach did an unbelievable job getting them ready. And, and I commend them for that. But you know, when you allow a team to have have made you know fifteen threes out of thirty two attempts and ten out of twelve layups in the paint, you can't you, you can't win that game. And, and I, I listened to your telecast. You know, you know, a lot of things you said was right. You know, if you're down thirty, you're probably not going to come back and win that game,
0: not especially late
1: in, the, late in the game. So uh, we 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 had. We, we we have to figure out who we're gonna be, where we're gonna be, and, and we gotta show up every single day.
0: And one of the, the points that I made, especially late in that broadcast, is yeah, you might be down against a team that's pretty experienced. And the thing that really stands out about Riverside is their Riverside is their size. Also, they got a couple of guys who are you know 7'1", 250, 275. two fifty, two seventy five. They're an experienced team, but there's a lot of good stuff I feel like you could take away. And and noted that on the broadcast in the late moments too, where you get guys mixed in who are you know in a lot of cases playing their first collegiate action or playing with each other as teammates for the first time. What you see with you know especially in the second half, you had a couple of good bursts and um, stretches in the second half, but it seems like, just like last year's team, you guys have a group that really does not feel like it's going to go away in many games. No, no, not, not at all. Not,
1: not with the leaders that we have in Taylor and Jace. Um, you know, we, we watch film after the game, and uh, I think there were, and I, I typically do, you know, 10 good, 10 bad offense and defense. You know, I, I thought it was extremely important to show What they did good right first game of the year there was so much anxiety and nervousness and in in our locker room or in our huddle rather that it was important for me to show the good there was like 28 good offensive clips of just executing and playing with pace we didn't make all the shots but we got the ball where we wanted it right so that, that the takeaway for me uh, was we had some really good offensive possessions. We, we didn't do anything to dictate what they did on offense with our defense, but the takeaway, the positive takeaway for me was, was our offense. You know, we, we didn't shoot the ball great, but we got the ball right where we wanted it, right where we practiced. Uh, we just weren't able to, to,
0: to, uh, to make those shots. That's one thing that did stand out is it seemed like what you guys were drawing up was working. It was just a day where shots weren't going in. And that's going to happen, obviously, over the course of a season, especially early on in a season. It's Coach Rodney on on ESPN, Denver 1600, talking Denver Pioneer men's basketball as DU will hit the road for its first sort of true road game of the 2020-2021 season, coming up on Wednesday against Wyoming, and then back home to take on Dixie State. Um, Coach, this season being what it is and starting late, Um, your guys now basically jump right in against really good opponents. There aren't a whole lot of games that you look at early on and think, okay, well, that's one, you know, whether it was a a D2 school or something like that, where you can put it into the win column. The Wyoming matchup has always been a difficult one, and we'll talk about that coming up uh, here in our next segment. But when you look at getting these games at the start of December against really good opponents, before we hit Summit League play, what do you want your guys to grow in in this first month? Uh, We have to
1: to decide on what our identity is going to be. And, and obviously, as as the head coach, I want to I, I want to defend really well. And I want to out rebound our opponent every game, uh, preferably eight or more, right? But just being a, a sound and solid defensive team, and taking good shots on the other end, and, and sharing the ball and playing the right way with pace, uh, that that that's what I want to see. The wins and losses will come, right? And, and as long as we're sharing the ball and having fun together and staying connected. Uh, that that that's that's really all I, I would like to see by January. You know, if, if we do come together and and like I tell our guys all the time, we have all we need. We have all everything that we need. We have, uh, but we need everything out of the people that we have. Right? If we can if we can get to a space where guys are committed to their roles, guys uh, have already determined their roles through eight weeks of practice. So if they, if they lock in on what they're supposed to do and what I'm asking of them, you know, we're, we're going to be great in our conference. We got picked eight, right? We, we got picked eight out of nine. The, the, the motivation is there to prove people wrong. And you can see it from the top to the bottom of our, our roster. The motivation is there. We got to come together uh, and, and find uh, uh, a way to fine tune our machine.
0: Coach, we'll talk about the, the roster and about Wyoming coming up, but before we hit this first break, I want to touch on one thing, some really cool news. A day murky, your lone senior from last year, graduates, gets to sign a 10-day deal, uh, an exhibition contract with his hometown team, the Minnesota Timberwolves. And, you know, it's always one thing to send a guy off to play pro ball regardless, but to see one of your guys who you watched and you grew up with through his four years sign with not only an NBA team, but his hometown team, how does that make you feel, and, and what has it been like watching the evolution of this over the last couple of months for a day? You know, for, for a day,
1: man, it's uh, the last, I don't know, maybe like 20 months or so, uh, he's grown so much, right? Like he finally bought into getting extra work in. He finally bought into being a student of the game and taking things serious and growing up. So for, for me, the last 20 months have been phenomenal for him, right? Like, he, you know, he, even the missed shots and the bad – defensive reads and and the showing up late and not really taking class uh, series, but for him to graduate after four years when, you know, a lot of people turned their back on him, right? A lot of people thought he'd never graduate coming in with the academic record that he had, and they they never thought he was going to graduate. And him to do that and and make himself ready for the world, man, that's – that, that day was, was special to me. And now, you know, he gets an exhibit, an exhibit 10 deal where he has a chance to play in the NBA. He has, and he has a chance to go to uh, vet camp and, and, and work out with, you know, all-star guys, right? And uh, he's going to be in all, I would have to think, because this is a dream of his. But he's a competitor, and he, he he's going to do everything that he can to, to find a way to stick. Uh, and, and you know, I'm extremely proud of him. I'm, I'm hopeful for him. I want him to embrace this moment, live in this moment, because a lot of people don't get this opportunity. So uh, he he's going to be great at whatever it is that that, that they decide to do with him
0: pretty awesome stuff and uh, and a big congratulations to a day as well we'll be following along as that goes on uh here over the coming weeks and uh for now we'll step aside for a quick time out and bring it on back preview wyoming talk a little bit about this 2020 and 2021 denver pioneers basketball season it's the coach rodney bill show on espn denver 1600 my name is tony tornado i write and star in my own shows and movies my crew knows that i dream of hollywood they also know that i love mountain dew but there's so much more they don't know Sometimes at night, I look up at the stars and think, I know why Mountain Dew's so crucial to my existence, but does anybody else? See, Dew's the green gold circulating through my veins. It makes Tony Tornado believe that he can do anything. So now you know my secret, but there's so much more you don't know. Do the do.
2: Hi, this is Todd Usry, president of Breaking Ridge Brewery. When we settled into Littleton, we wanted it to feel like home to everyone who visited. So we built the farmhouse restaurant comfort food menu is made to complement the fresh beer brewed right here on site my personal favorite spot is the beer garden love sitting next to the fire listening to bluegrass with a beer looking out at the open mountain view stop by on the weekends for brunch or come see us anytime check out breckbrew.com for more info you're at the farmhouse you're always in good company
0: Back on ESPN Denver 1600, the Coach Rodney Billups Show talking Denver Pioneers men's basketballs. DU will hit the road to Laramie, Wyoming to take on the Wyoming Cowboys coming up this week. And then a home date with Dixie State, Tyler Mond, Pioneers at Coach Rodney Billups. Um, Coach, before we dive into what you got coming up this week, your roster, some new faces. Uh, we saw a lot of those guys mixed in on Sunday against UC Riverside. I know you guys are really excited about not only the freshman class, but some of the, the JUCO additions and the transfers that you've got on this roster this year. Tell us, you know, for uh, Pioneers fans who are just now getting to learn about this roster, Drake Muller's a guy who you've started a couple of times already, so obviously there's some trust there with him. Heard a lot about Kobe Lamb, heard a lot about Sam Hines. Tell me about some of the guys to, to really keep an eye on this year. You know,
1: Drake got the opportunity to start, um, not because he's not worthy of it, but because of uh, the, the numbers in our first game. He had seven guys, right? So didn't have, didn't have a huge roster to choose from. But he 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 showed that he was worthy of it. You know, he scored our first basket of the year. Uh, he, he, had, he hadn't he uh, had shied away from anything, right? He's always been confident, and he's always been been ready and available, which is uh, really the best thing that you can give a team or a coach is your availability. So Drake is, has been extremely solid in everything. You know, he, he can make an open shot. Uh, he, he can drive and, and score it at the rim, but also – very smart basketball player defensively, so I'm, I'm very comfortable and confident with with Drake. Uh, Sam Hines is probably our our our, uh, our, our most touted freshman. Uh, Sam is is um, is an unbelievable athlete. Uh, he he's got to fine tune some things with his game offensively, but he can guard one through five with his strength as a freshman. It's unbelievable. You no, know, he's like. We just talked about a day Murky, he's probably a day 2.0 uh, in the sense of his body and his athleticism and, and things that he can do with the uh, around the rim with the ball. So uh, Sam, really, really excited about those two guys as, as my incoming freshman. But you talked about the junior college guys. Um, Kobe Lamb can really, can really score, didn't show it at, at Riverside. Uh, you know, coming off of 14 days where he, he wasn't able to do anything not an excuse, but a, a very realistic thing. It's tough to rebound from that. Uh, but he, he, he's going to be a great scorer for us for the next three years. Um, Eric Munkhouse, another kid that can really stretch the floor offensively. and, and he's, he's more of a specialist than he is anything else. Uh, but I'm excited about him and having him, a, a guy like him on the roster now, that can really make shots. And, and he's really, uh, trying to learn how to play de- uh, defensively, how how we want him to play. So excited about him as well. The the biggest exciting uh, excitement that I have on this roster is Frank Ryder. Um, Frank is is a kid that we recruited out of high school. You know, he, he chose to go to the California Robin with with University of San Diego, uh, which I don't you know I don't blame him one bit for that. Uh, because I, I plan on retiring in San Diego. It's a beautiful place. Uh, but Frank comes to us, and, and uh, after having some adversity, he's ready to go. And uh, he, he's extremely professional with his, with, with his everyday life, right? He comes in and gets treatment. He goes and gets treatment afterwards. He stretches before he gets ice after. He, his approach to the game is very mature. And professional, so I, I appreciate Frank more than he probably knows uh, right now, just because of his leadership uh, and, and his and his mentality. So we 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 brought in some really good talent. I'm missing a few guys, but uh, you throw those 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 few guys with the guys that are returning with Jason and Robert and Taylor uh, with KJ and Roscoe with you know Giovanni Beckham. We 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 have the roster that we need to compete in our league, and I'm okay with it.
0: The, the depth that you've got this year as well. I was talking with with Chris yesterday about this post game because we were talking specifically about Frank. The fact that you've got options now that you can go to in, in big minutes, and you know there's not going to be a massive drop-off. When you've got this first month of the season to really get to know your guys, and especially, like you said, for some guys coming out of quarantine and now going from game one to game two, over the next few weeks, you'll kind of figure out your rotation and, and the guys that you want to go to. How much of that is – more challenging because of the fact that in 2020 you haven't had the full slate the full schedule all the things over the summer and the fall to get that figured out coming into the season
1: 100% is it's it's challenging now especially you know in the middle of, of your your uh, practices before games you get shut down you know we we you, you never really think all right 14 days you never really think that you know missing eight practices would determine you know, a whole month of games, yeah. right? Like we, we get shut down before Thanksgiving, and now we're trying to play catch up. And here it is we got a, we have a game on Wednesday, a game on Sunday, a game. on – You know, it's it's like back to back to back, and there's now there's not a lot of practice time. So now guys are having to learn on the fly and learn in the game, and we're trying to win games as competitors, but also grow and, and be ready for January. So. Uh, i it, it that that quarantine period really does put some weight on on our development, but uh, you're right we do we, we do have some debt at every possession and, and I'm okay with throwing guys in because it's not a huge drop off uh, and and we'll, and we'll see we'll, we'll continue to grow every single day and see what
0: happens coach you're so connected in the in the basketball world and just talking with guys around college basketball especially this year what is the conversation like for coaches because everybody's going through this I mean there was a time earlier this month when I think all but one of the division one programs in the state were shut down for one reason or another and there have been dozens of programs across the country we've seen you know top five teams that have had to go on pause and have had games canceled and things moved around Um, when you talk with other coaches or you talk with you know guys on your staff or or guys in the NBA what is the consensus right now of how everybody is dealing with it? It sucks.
1: Yeah, it sucks. And uh, you know, so, some some counties and uh, states are, are better than others with dealing with it. You know, we're we're extremely conservative. You know, we, we had a walk on uh, test positive. We had one out of seventeen guys test positive, and through contact tracing, we shut down ten people. You know, not not every university, not every county or city and county is is as conservative as as we are. You know, you look up the road uh even you know as as close as as cu boulder or colorado state or, or even unc Greeley, everybody's been shut down and, and you know contact tracing is very subjective so you know if, if you're in a, a an environment like we are where, where we're conservative and and we put the student athletes not to say anybody else doesn't but we put the student athletes their health and well-being first you know it's it sucks, man. It, it, it sucks for us as as a basketball team. It's great as a as you know as leaders, right? But to to compete, you know, we we we, we thrive on having practice time and being on the practice floor. And if you look at, at at other schools around the country or other programs, whether it be basketball or or whatever, what have you, hockey. Um, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough to get through. It's tough to. It's tough to keep guys interested. It's it's tough to to make uh, make people happy when they don't have basketball, and that's not just us. That's everywhere.
0: Coach, a couple more for you get you out of here. Um, this week you get, as noted, Wyoming and Dixie State, and I believe our airtime for this show will be post-Wyoming, uh, so we won't get a chance to talk about it uh, for, for this broadcast. But um, for what you want to see your guys grow with from that UC Riverside game, when you finally get your full complement, your full roster out there, into this now first full week of hopefully some normalcy, um, what are the, the biggest things you want to see against Wyoming and Dixie State from your team?
1: I want our guys to, to compete. Um, I, I think our conditioning limited that for long stretches of time, to, uh, time against Riverside. So I want our guys to compete for longer stretches, um, continue to get in, in the best shape that we can get into. I mean, we're talking two days from now. So uh, just just to compete and to play hard and, and not allow me to coach effort, that, that's one thing that I won't do. I'll, I'll continue to sub until I have nobody to put in if I have to coach effort. So just play harder um, and take on the challenge. You know, Wyoming's a good team, they have good players. They're not running a ton uh, of things, but uh, they have good players. They got great Denver kids, right? They, they have some uh, some Denver flavor on their roster, which uh, I, I'm very prideful, and I want those kids to do to, to do great against everybody else except for us. Um, but, you know, just to, just to continue to grow, continue to get connected, uh, I, and take on the
0: challenge. Pioneers in the Wyoming Cowboys on Wednesday night, Pioneers in Dixie State coming up on Saturday afternoon. That one's a one o'clock tip-off, so we'll have a 12, 1230 Pioneer pregame here on ESPN, Denver 1600 for that one. And uh, Coach, it's good to do this again. Obviously, very strange circumstances, and we're not sitting in a in a bar doing it or uh, sitting at practice or something like that, but it's good to see you, man, and uh, and we'll see you out there this week.
1: Great seeing you, Tyler.
0: Wrapping up this week's episode of the Coach Rodney Bill Show, we'll talk to you later on this week for Denver Hoops on ESPN Denver 1600. My name is Tony Tornado. I write and star in my own shows and movies. My crew knows that I dream of Hollywood. They also know that I love Mountain Dew, but there's so much more they don't know. Sometimes at night, I look up at the stars and think, I know why Mountain Dew's so crucial to my existence, but does anybody else? See, Dew's the green gold circulating through my veins. It makes Tony Tornado believe that he can do anything so now you know my secret but there's so much more you don't know do the do
2: hi this is todd ushry president of breaking range When we settled in littleton we wanted it to feel like home to everyone who visited so we built the farmhouse restaurant the comfort food menu is made to complement the fresh beer brewed right here on site my personal favorite spot is the beer garden love sitting next to the fire listening to bluegrass with a beer looking out at the open mountain view Stop by on the weekends for brunch or come see us anytime. Check out breckbrew.com for more info. Here at the farmhouse, you're always in good company.